Welcome back to another episode of Not Another Knox Podcast with your host Ajay and Harp. Episode seven, talking about games three and four that just took place. Yeah. How's it going, Ajay? Oh, it's okay, man. Tough couple days with the back-to-backs, but um, not bad. How are things with you? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the Canucks have their backs against the wall right now. So uh, the last yeah. game, especially, it was a bit of a nail-biter for a bit. And, you know, it was just very frustrating to watch at times. I was getting very stressed out. Obviously, I want them to win, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, no, you know, not the happiest times for a Canucks fan right now. Definitely not. Definitely not, man. Yeah. So uh, let's just kind of get into it then. So yeah. game three, um, Canucks go, you know, <clears throat> we had high hopes for them because they just won game two. Um, yeah. I thought they'd bring some of that into it. Yeah. Um, uh, but they ended up losing 3-0. I don't think they played bad, right? But uh, mm-hmm. just to kind of, um, you know, what are some points that you noticed? Or what, are, what were your thoughts of that game? Yeah, like so game three was after that kind of two-day break after um, – both teams and that basically the entire league had boycotted um, their game. So there was a bit of a two day break and yet, like, as you mentioned, they were coming off a win and a bit of a high. Um, They just kind of came out flat for a team that was rested um, and was coming off a win. I thought they would have been kind of like ready to go and whatnot, but they just came out flat and just not ready for what the Golden Knights were going to come with. Cause like what Canucks, can't forget is that Golden Knights they're just loaded from top to bottom so they just can't take a period off a game off anything like that so they definitely started flat and um, it cost them because the Golden Knights came out firing and um, to me that was basically game three right there in a a nutshell yeah and and to be honest um kind of just what you said I don't think it was a complete 60-minute effort, right? I mean, no. I, I mean, it's easy for me to say. Of course, the players are probably trying hard and whatnot. But yeah, um, I think in the first period, um, they had so many chances. And then when, uh, what was it? Leonard kind of just stole them. And to be honest, we made Leonard look good. <clears throat> I know mm-hmm. um, Horvath had, had a few chances of just scoring uh, right in the front. Uh, you know, but, where, but would you say that they were, like, high-scoring chances? Like, high, you know, like... I, I wouldn't say they they weren't, um, only okay. because, like, we saw Horvath score just the previous um, game with, uh, you know, what was it, uh, Toffoli in the bumper and yeah. uh, puts it in the middle of the slot and then um, quickly. And he just roofed it, yeah. But then Horvath, like, I think he had two or three chances both times, shot them right on Leonard. And then um, after Leonard kind of stoned them a bit, uh, Vegas got some momentum. They scored a few goals and then after two that. Two goals in the first, yeah. Yeah, after the two goals, you, you, you just saw, like, the Canucks, they were deflated, you know. And the entire game, um, <clears throat> you know, you had some standouts. Uh, I think PV played pretty good, you know. But uh, to be yeah. honest, overall, um, I don't really think there's much to really say about game three, only because yeah. it, it, was just, it was just such a dominant, dominant game by uh, Vegas. And to be honest, this is something that was a bit of a uh, – you know, it was a possibility, right? Like, there, the, I don't think Vegas was going to have, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, equal um, uh, play against the Canucks in all seven games if they had got to that, right? Yeah. Um, I think there were, I, from the get-go, I also saw that there would be a few games that Vegas would be able to kind of take over and dominate. And, and unfortunately, in game three, that's kind of what they did. No, for sure. Do you think the two-day break hurt them? 
Um, I think so. You know what? Um, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm really happy that they did that, right? Just to show us all for the sure, for sure, yeah, with, with the movement and take time to listen and just and, and just you know set, set an example and be a symbol for um, you know a higher cause, right? And and something that all of the sports leagues are taking part of. So it, it was good to see. I know in the last episode we talked um, heavily about how we weren't happy with how the NHL didn't take um, the day off. Yeah. Right. Um, but um, you know, they took I think it was Friday, Saturday off, and then Sunday, Monday they played, right? Or they they took the Thursday, Friday off. Thursday, Friday, that's right, yeah. Yeah. But that being said, I think um <clears throat> I think just with the way the team kinda came out of the gates, uh you could tell that um it seemed that Vegas had made some adjustments, you know? Yeah. And, and um, the adjustments that um, Canucks had made in game two, that really ultimately helped them win. Um, mm-hmm. Vegas was able to make some adjustments. And Vegas, they did seem a little bit more motivated, right? They seemed a little bit more <clears throat> ready to go out of the gates. And um, yeah. maybe, I, don't know, I don't know if rest is the right word, but uh, um, they just seemed ready to go. And, and yeah. unfortunately, the Canucks, they just weren't able to, you know, match that effort. Yeah. Sure. How about and you? Do, you? do you think the two games uh, like hindered um, either? Yeah, team you know, what, like, like I saw um, a lot of chatter on um, Twitter where a lot of fans were saying that, oh, you know, like, and I don't agree with it. Kind of like what you said. I think what they did was the right thing. I was very proud yeah. of them to do what they did. But <clears throat> a lot of fans were saying, like, oh, you know, like, why'd they have to go and do that? You know, like they had momentum going and now they yeah. kind of mess that up. But like, guys come on like both teams um, had the day off they both should have been prepared yeah. um but do i think the two days hurt them not necessarily you know what like markstrom i felt like was seeing a lot of puck um a lot yeah. of shots right um so i thought the two-day break would help him yeah uh, um and even with like with like quinn hughes i thought the two-day break would allow him to kind of you know, do a bit more like video scouting and just kind of yeah. get his feet under him a little bit more so I was surprised how slow they came out of the gates. Um, um, yeah, because I, I did not expect them to be that sluggish after a two-day break, and I was rather disappointed in it, to be honest. Yeah, and, and to be honest, like, I, I, I absolutely agree with what you're saying, right? But um, when it came to game three, uh, one thing that was really, really upsetting was just – it was the exact same goals. Yeah. Again, that happened in the first two games. Like you, you had, you had, uh, you know, Alex, uh, uh, how do you pronounce touch, 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 <laughs> and then you have Mark Stone and, and, and um, even Zach Whitecloud, right? It was yeah. just, they were able to get right behind the D, right? Just slip right back th- um, behind them. And then a mm-hmm. pass comes right on, uh, to their stick, right? Yeah. Uh, from tape to tape. And, and it's just, you know, uh, one on one on like just, you know, pretty much like a breakaway almost, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's just so exciting to see because every goal that um, Vegas has been able to um, get so much momentum off of in the first game and the second game, they were the exact same, you know? <clears throat> forwards got behind the Canucks D and the Canucks D just aren't able to keep up, right? And you, you think after the first two games, they would like maybe um, use a little bit more systems or have someone standing a little bit more further back or, you know, closing the gap a bit more, right? But it just yeah. nothing, nothing. And, and unfortunately, I think we saw the same thing in game four as well. Yeah, like that's a good point. Like that's something that I had been thinking about was like how would Green approach this series? Because 
Canucks, and I think you would agree, are a pretty fast team, right? Like you saw that mm. like, against Minnesota, you saw that against St. Louis. You know, like against an average NHL team in terms of speed, Canucks yeah. is definitely one of the more faster teams. But Vegas mm-hmm. are on a whole other level, right? Like they're yeah. big and they're speedy, right? right? Yeah. And they make a team like the Canucks, which is a pretty fast team, look slow. So Absolutely. coming into this series, I was thinking, like, how would Green approach um, his kind of methods? Like, would he try and trade chances with them? Because yeah. Vegas, like, their bread and butter is scoring off the rush, right? Yeah. Um, like, Canucks were able to kind of play their game against St. Louis because if St. Louis got the puck, for the most part, their transition game wasn't as strong, right? Like, because the yeah. Canucks were the – faster teams so they were able to skate back but with Vegas you can't play the game so I was thinking you know like would Green kind of make the Canucks play a different game like kind of clog up the neutral zone right and kind of play more of a dump and chase and kind of wait for your um, opportunities but play a bit more of like a trap kind of system yeah right Um, but it doesn't look like he decided to go that way and you know like seeing game two and um, even game four, I, I, I can kind of commend him for that, right? Because, like, that's yeah. how the, the um, Canucks plays. But I feel like when you don't have the horses on defense to play that run-and-gun system, yeah. you're going to get burned. And that's kind of what we saw in game one and what we saw in game three were, as you said, like, they were able to slip past the defense and just kind of, like, have these high – um, percentage chances on Markstrom um, and most goalies just like wouldn't be able to make those saves as we saw with Markstrom kind of letting in those like kind of top corner um, point slot shots um, so yeah like like I thought maybe game four he might play a bit more of a trap system but mm. he's I think he's just gonna let his young guys just do what they do best um, and just kind of roll with the punches i guess i don't know i think so uh, yeah you 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 made a good point because um honestly i think i think in game one uh they tried to do a bit of that dump and chase game right and, yeah. and we, so we we said that um because <clears throat> we did commend um uh, uh green for game two right and sure yeah but in game one you could tell that um, when they did try doing a bit of the dump and chase, uh, I just felt, not that I'm disagreeing with you, but mm-hmm. I just felt that, like, Vegas is such a good possession team, and their passes yeah. are so crisp, and their board battles are freaking insane, man. Yeah. And every time we dumped, you know, their transition game is so good that every time we dumped it in, already they had, they already had, like, a setup play to get the puck out, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the puck would be on our stick for like maybe a second, and then they have an entire rush chance going the opposite. Yeah. Regardless if we have a face off this and that. I think when it comes to um, <clears throat> clogging up the neutral zone, um, I th- I don't think we've done a really good job of that, to be honest. No, we um, haven't. I don't think the four check is. I think I think the forward group and and the defensive group are so separated. They're not able to close the gap. Yeah. And, and also the forwards alone, they're so spaced out. Right. You have one in their end, one up by the blue line, and one in the middle. Right. And then you know they're pretty much like a line. And then Vegas always attacks with at least like two, three um, players. Right. On each rush, yeah. and they always have someone in the right spot. Always have someone in the right spot. And that just shows experience. That just shows immense experience. Right. Yeah. And, and just being really well coached. Um, but when it comes to the other point that <clears throat> they are uh, green letting his young guns just, you know, 
at times trade chances and and, and try to get those uh, open shots. Um, you make a good point because, to be honest, the Canucks, they've had really good chances to score, like mm-hmm. many chances. And they just haven't been been able to put it away and, and get the puck luck, right? Yeah. Um, so that's something that we saw a lot in the beginning of game three before they kind of just, you know, stopped, yeah. right? Um, you know, and Vegas really took over. But in game four, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think we'll just kind of transition there yeah. for a bit. Yeah, but um, in game four, um, I think the Canucks had so many chances. Yeah, they to did. Take the lead and, and to just expand on the lead. And they just weren't able to get that fourth goal, right? Yeah. And, and, I mean, don't get me wrong. Fleury played well, right? Um, but we made him look so good. Like, we shot the puck right in his glove a few times, you know, and the deflections right at his pads. And, and it was just frustrating to see. And then, oh, man, like, there were so many things that pissed me off about game four. Like, I was so stressed out watching that game. Yeah, I know. And, and uh, so... And the fourth and fifth goal that Vegas got, there were such fluky goals, man. Mm-hmm. Off the skate and just kind of like dribbles in and, ugh. Yeah. Or I think it was off the blade, but still, like, like it was one of those shots where, like, they were very lucky. Like, it wasn't yeah. one of those goals on the, like, the fourth one is what I'm talking about, where, like, yeah. it was a great, like, skill goal. It was one of those ones where the defenseman passed it and just yeah. happened to, like, like go off his blade and just kind of like dribbled in. It was, yeah, I, I totally agree. I, it was a lot of kind of like those fluky goals, but then some people would say that you like, you have to be skilled enough to make your own luck. And that, that's true. Yeah. And that's a, and that's a fair point too. Um, and, and to be honest, I just think Vegas is that good, you know, for sure. Um, yeah. And, and uh, I mean, okay, I'll, I'll get into that a little bit later, um, yeah. but in game four, <clears throat> What are some play? Who are some players? Okay, we'll start with Myers. You know, Myers was back yeah. after you know his shoulder injury. Um, yeah. So, what what did you think about his first game? I thought he was decent. You know, what? like, like yeah. it's it's tough because like he's coming off of a pretty decent layoff. Like, do you yeah. remember what game he was out uh, against the Blues? Was it game five, four? I think it was game four or five. Four, yeah, yeah right? Like, like I know he got hit from Shen, and then he was out. I think it was around four or five, but yeah. that's a pretty decent stretch. A week, week and a half, maybe two weeks, right, where he didn't really see the ice, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, so for him to come back after a two-week break, I thought he had a decent start. Um, yeah. I know he had a few um, hiccups kind of here and there, but I thought he played decent for the, for the most part, especially when you consider that he didn't really have much of a practice time. But... That third period, like that five-minute stretch, um, it was just, and especially that, I think it was the fifth goal. Yeah. Like, like it's just, and I, I think you can probably chalk that up to Rust, but when you're in a playoff series, and especially a crucial game like that, um, it's hard to make excuses for his play, especially one that's being paid, especially for a player that's being paid as much as um, he is. Um, so, like, I think his game overall was okay, but the fact that that third period was as bad as it was for yeah. him, I, I think it would, for me at least, um, I, I don't think it was a great game for him, just based off of that third period. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what about you? What do you think? You know, like, it's hard to say because I know on Twitter, Andrew Walker was kind of like pumping him up and saying, you know, He's having an amazing game. And to be honest, in the first two periods, I really did think he was playing a great game. You could easily see 
how much better the uh, the Canucks Canucks uh, <laughs> the Canucks transition um, transition game is with him in the lineup, and as well as he does break up those rushes because yeah. Vegas just feasted on the Canucks um, on the rushes, right on the rush yeah. chance. But that being said, <clears throat> one place where uh, Myers does struggle is that when he is in his own zone and he's yeah. handling the puck, um, and he kind of gets the time to think about it and whatnot. He tends to just like fumble the puck or give the puck away and he doesn't clear the puck or something else happens, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing that he does a lot is pretty much what you, you um, I think, alluded to was he gets very scrambly, you know? Yeah. And, and then the systems die and everything just kind of becomes like, you know, every man for himself and, you know, hopefully just shit doesn't go wrong. But in game four, like, you know, same thing. Things got scrambly. Uh, I do blame one of the forwards not coming back to take their guy. But that being said, um, yeah. you know, when you have such a big guy scrambling in front of the net and it's causing so much chaos, right? And then both goals were kind of scored like that, the fourth and yeah. fifth one, right? Um, but that being said, I think the Canucks played a much better game with him. I think he is um, one of the reasons why the Canucks were able to get three goals, right? Um, <clears throat> yeah. And he does ease up the defensive pressure. I think he yeah. had a great game in front of the net. He boxed out a lot of guys. He, he yeah. was on... Uh, Alex Tuck the entire night and just forced him to the boards because like Alex Tuck had his way with us every game and mm-hmm. he was pushing people he was beating up um uh, Hughes right and and just pushing him around and and this was it was really good for to see Myers just you know have that uh physical game and, and to have that kind of bite back but that being said um yeah I, I agree with you after the second period I, I think things kind of broke apart um do I blame him solely no I think I think he made the Canucks better I think he had a great game overall. Um, uh, if, if if the third period wasn't his best, but I think. Uh, but that being said, um, I don't think he looked healthy. There was times when that, he was lingering yeah. and he was like holding his shoulder or kind of you know leaning over to one side a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think he's hundred percent, and and you can almost tell. But that being said, you know, for him to come back, I mean. That does show some sort of you know, like warrior type of strength. Yeah, no, and you know what? Like, I think if he's – like, I do agree. Like, I don't think he's 100% healthy, but I think if he's healthy enough to play, I'm expecting him to have a better game next yeah. one, in um, game five. Um, I think having one game under his belt, granted the third period wasn't the best, I think he'll play better next game. Yeah. Um. So while I, I – I'm not like I wasn't as optimistic about his game as you are. I do think yeah. he'll play much better next game. Yeah. No, I agree. I think uh, you know, like you said, he had such a long time off and just getting yeah. your feet back, getting the timing back, right? Yeah. But for a big man, you know, like uh uh I'm I'm six foot six. Our coordination isn't always the best at times, right? <laughs> so things uh, can take time to kind of get back to, you know, like that's more timing. <laughs> One thing I did want to ask you about though was like I saw someone commenting on Twitter where they were saying how the like the top six between both teams are basically a wash you know yeah. like they're saying that both top sixes are playing well mm. the reason why Vegas is up 3-1 is because of the bottom six depth that they have compared to oh, us yeah. so do you think that's true um and if so do you think there's anything or do you see anyone stepping up in the Canucks bottom six in the next game that might kind of tilt things our way? Because I think you would agree with me that like Canucks bottom, their top six has been playing fine. Like granted, they're not scoring like two, three or like four goals a game, but 
I don't think they're the reason why we're losing. Um, 3-1 at least. Yeah, I think, um, but to be honest, I, I agree with you that they're not the reason we're losing, but they're not the reason we're winning. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, 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 but here's the thing, right? Like, just looking at the last game, um, I mean, that hit that Reeves did on Hughes alone, right? How um, is that not a, a penalty, that, though, to be honest? That's that's a boarding call, man. Like, it's yeah. right in the numbers. The guy's head's almost on the board, right? And, and such a dirty play. I don't understand how that's not a penalty either. But yeah. that being said, man, like, we don't have anyone that can bring that level of physicality and play, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Reeves is not going to help them win. But Reeves is going to get in people's heads. And, and, and Hughes, like... He has not been the same Hughes that he was in game uh, against, uh, you know, the Blues. And, do you think he's and, um, hurt or do you think it's just his confidence? I think a little bit of both. You know, I think that now he's facing people that are players that are just as fast as him, right? They're getting yeah. in his head, right? You've seen um, Alex uh, Alex Tuck, um, you know, beat him up. Uh, Pat Reddy has given a rough ride. Stone has given a really rough ride. But one player that... Vegas has in the bottom six, Chandler Stevenson. Yeah. Dude, that guy is bringing it, man. And, and oh, he's a third line or fourth line. I think he's a third yeah. line center. And, and, and like, I, I compared to our third line center, um, last game was Gadet, right? Yeah. And, and unfortunately, you see Besser with Gadet and Roussel. And it just like, the cohesion is just isn't there. I know, I, I guess you're trying to spread out the. Um, the scoring and trying to get better chances and, and trying to get better, more of a more of a chance to score. He's only scored one goal in the last ten games. I know he set up a few plays here and there. He's, he's getting points, but that being said, man, like you know that that line was just non-existent. And for the fourth line, all I notice is Mott and, and Sutter. You know, and and that's it, right? And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that if our third line could bring even just one goal. Yeah. Right. A game. Um, I know a game might be asking too much, but um, you know what? Vegas's bottom six is doing it. You know, Vegas's bottom six is bringing at least a goal a game. Right. Um, so if we can have just one one goal um, from a bottom six, I think we could have a better chance. But like I said, man, like they might not be the reason we're losing. They're not going to score on heavily. Um, but at the same time, man, they have zero points in in the first four games. Yeah. Um, they got to step it up, man. You know, like, Sutter's supposed to be a foundational player, but, like, you know, how foundational is he right now? Yeah. Um, he's not He's not bringing it. Um, so, that, that's just my thoughts. What were your thoughts on one player that kept jumping around between the bottom six and the top six, uh, uh, Jake Furtanen? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, at this point, like, we're always like just every game. We're always like hoping he shows something, you know. Like starts to put like one, two, three games together where he's you know playing at his potential, and yeah. like he had his chances. He had that one amazing chance, and oh, it's like he just shot. He was literally <laughs> right from the and he shoots it wide. And I'm just like, dude, at least get the face off. If you get the face off, yeah. because as soon as he did that, what what happened? They went back and they scored the fourth goal. And yeah. that goal dis- deflated the Canucks. That's, that was the turning point. If he just put the damn puck on it. Okay. All right. I'm going to go on a bit of rant right now. Stop yeah, go me. for it. Stop go me at any time. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, tell me I'm wrong. Jake Vertanen reminds me of Steve Bernier. <laughs> <laughs> he's hitting pucks. I mean, he's hitting the posts. He's hitting, he's hitting the sidebars. He is missing the net. 
He's missing the passes, and a lot of the goals he's getting are just like fluky goals he's shooting from the side. And and for a big guy, he's not hitting. He's not bringing it. I heard that in game four, um, the Vegas uh, – the, the Vegas bench was making fun of him. Like, oh, thanks for showing up now physically after we've already played four freaking games. And just, you know, like, I, I know I'm usually, you know, Mr. Optimist and, and um, you know, the positive guy, especially when it comes to the Canucks and looking at things a little bit more realistically um, on the Twitterverse, I'd say. But that being said, man, like, this guy's hockey IQ and his, and his ability to work under pressure and to make the plays that matter they're just non-existent and, and I am I'm, yeah. I'm so tired waiting for this kid you know he he's in his almost mid-20s now you know I know in I know real life world that's pretty young but in the hockey world like he's he's about to hit his prime apparently you know and, and I just can't wait anymore you know um he we gifted him a chance in the top six and what does he bring nothing absolutely nothing you know, Petey's busting his ass out there. Toffoli's bringing it. Toffoli's foot is definitely is not 100%. You can tell the way he skates. Yeah. But that being said, Toffoli's still bringing it. Pearson is someone that's... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rant on it in a little bit too. But, <laughs> but, but Vertanen, man, I don't get it. I was so pissed off in game four. What are you doing out there? You know, yeah. it, it, uh, at least get it on net. At least get it on net. I, or if not, race back and, and use your speed, man. I know they're fast. Use your speed. Get in the way, hit them. Do more. You know, like, don't be worried about taking penalties. Every time there's a bench minor, he's jumping in the box anyways. Just hit them. You know, do yeah. something. If Reeves, if Reeves can do that to Hughes, he can hit someone, and, and, and it'll most likely be a clean hit. And, yeah, and that, no. And that's one player that really pissed me off. And then, you know what? Pearson, he's been in the top six. I don't get what's with his passes and his vision. You know, like his passes have been so off and he has these crazy two-on-one chances and, and then he, he he immediately goes in like this defensive play where he just shoots it on net to not even get a rebound, but just, um, you know, at least try to get the shot off and try to hit the net if you're not going to hit the net. And I've just not been happy with his play. You know, if his passes aren't going to connect, someone like Bester that's going, move him up. Instead of having Bester on the third line, have Besser to Foley and Patterson together and keep Pearson on, on, on yeah. the Yeah. If you're yeah. worried about the defensive play, like that that like we needed goals. So um, Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Like, especially after seeing the way that Pearson was playing against St. Louis. Um yeah. again, I don't know if that's because it was against like a slightly slower team and or maybe he's just hearing footsteps now with the way that Vegas is playing, but like yeah, man, it, it's pretty alarming seeing such a drop off in his game. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's... Yeah. he could be injured. He could be tired, fatigued. Um, but I, I don't know, man. Like this is the playoffs, right? We are yeah. facing the Stanley Cup favorites right now. Like you gotta bring it. You gotta bring it every night. He he has these hot and cold streaks where um he he'll do this. But the thing about him him is that defensively he'll be responsible and and he will push the pace a bit but that being said man like I don't know I, especially after the second period I was so frustrated with Pearson and and I just wanted him off and, and I don't know I, I was ready to just I was yelling at the screen every time Britannia had the puck I was literally yeah. yelling at the screen um, so well you know what like we've kind of talked game four yeah quite a bit maybe let's just talk about like game five and what you're hoping to see and 
what sort of changes you think they need to make um, in order to get the win and keep the series going? To be honest, um, Vertanen needs to bring it. Like, like the only the only reason I'm saying that because he is our biggest guy right now. I would say yeah. right in the yeah. forward group, he needs to bring the physicality in a bottom six role. I don't think he's gonna use his um tools in 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 the top six. Okay, here's another point that really upset me uh, about um that line. It was Horvat Vertanen and I think uh, uh, who was it? Horvat Vertanen and oh Miller. Right? Yeah. Okay, so Vertan, okay, so Horvat has the puck. He goes down to the left wing and he's skating up the wall, right? He's about to get cut off. If you're Vertanen, you should be streaking down the middle or streaking around uh, on the right side around the, around the um, net, right? Or covering yeah. the spot that Horvat no longer is, which is the yeah. center. But so many times, Horvat would run into Vertanen in the left side and then it'd literally be like a, a, a cluster jam of them two hitting one defenseman and the defenseman would hit the puck right away and yeah. and, and his and his passes to just like you know a cross crease passes that were knocked out of midair or or knocked out or just knocked back out of the cre- out of the zone right that really pissed me off but anyways Looking back, looking up to um, game five, uh, we need a better game by Markstrom. I, I think Markstrom had a pretty bad game uh, last game. I think in the third game, he played really well. But in fourth game, he let in a lot of goals that just were not really um, great goals to let in. Yeah. Um, I think uh, if Petey can keep doing what he's doing, if Besser can play the same way he played last game, um, hopefully he'll get a chance to um, not win in. Yeah. Uh, I want to bring Besser back up in the top six. I want to put... Um, Agreed with that. Uh, Vertanen down. Um, but we really, really need a goal by the bottom six. Um, yeah. um, and, and our defense, I think Myers should have a better game. Uh, Fattenberg's game last game was not the best. Um, he yeah. made a few defensive mistakes that cost us. Um, but I think the rest of the defense, when they play pretty decent. And Tanivman, stop, you know, uh, screening your own net. Please, you're one of our best defensemen. I'll never hate on Tanev, but stop screening Mark. Yeah. <laughs> I know. How about you? What are some things? Um, yeah, no. Um, I think the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to is I agree with the bottom six. Like they yeah. need to contribute if we have if we have any chance of beating Vegas in Game Five. But for me, I'm I'm mostly looking at Quinn Hughes. You know, like you definitely yeah. saw some rushes, especially the one where he set up to Foley for the goal. Oh, such um, a good. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping that he builds on that. Um, and kind of hopefully starts to get his game because we need him like playing as well as he can. So I'm hoping he's able to turn the corner a little bit and just kind of give us something from the back end. But um, aside from Quinn Hughes, just kind of try and neutralize them in the neutral zone. Like just limit their rush chances. And I think they'll be fine. And, Um, and you know, like pretty much just going on with that. Sorry. I'm watching the, uh, Tampa Bay and Boston game. Tampa Bay just won in second overtime to yes. knock Boston out. I'm very happy about that. Thank you, Hedman, for knocking out Boston. I hate Boston. I'm seeing Marshan right now. Super sad. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but anyways, going back to uh, our point. Um, yeah, you know, you, we need to clog up the neutral zone, and, and our forecheck has been so bad against this team. Like, so, so bad. Like, such open, open yeah. play. Like, when we try entering their zone, um, we always get uh, clogged up, right? And, and we have to dump and chase or this and that, or, or very rarely we'll get to set up some sort of play. 
Um, and then as soon as they touch the puck, we race back. We're running back to protect the goalie, right? Yeah. But they, whenever they have the puck, they have so much time and space in the neutral zone, especially their zone and the, and in the and our defensive zone, right? And that's something that really um, has upset me because in four games now, uh, our defense just has not been able to adjust, right? And yeah. we can't play the run-and-gun game against this team, right? Yeah. All right, so... Um, this kind of brings me to another point I want to talk about. Yeah. Canucks Twitter right now is on fire. <laughs> yeah. Right? And this is something you probably noticed. Um, Canucks Twitter is angry and upset, and some people are being optimistic. Some people are being way too optimistic. Way right? too optimistic. Yeah, like, like oh, we're going to win three straight, this, that, this, that. Yeah. From the get-go, we have talked about how the Canucks right now are punching above their kind of, you know, weight. Weight class, yeah. Weight class. And, and and right now, we are we just fin- we just beat the Stanley Cup defending champs. But right now, we are facing the Stanley Cup favorites. And Vegas is literally on another tier, you know. Every line they have has amazing – like, they do their role so well. Like, the fourth line gets in your face and beats you up and gets in your head so well. The third line can score. You have Alex Tuck and, and you have, uh, what's his name, Stevenson uh, or whatever on your third line, right? Like, mm-hmm. how, how is that not – and that, that would be a top – those guys would be a top six in most yeah. other teams, right? And then you have your regular players like um, Max Pacioretty, Mark Stone, Nate Schmidt, you know. Then you have Shade Theater doing his thing. William Carlson showed up last game too, right? Yeah. Um, but that being said, man, like, in every category – you could argue that the Golden Knights are better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the Canucks, they were facing, like, you know, it was pretty much David versus Goliath, right? And right now, Goliath is winning, right? Yeah. So, so that's one thing I brought up on Twitter, how, like, you know, like, this is still an amazing accomplishment for the Canucks. This is their first year outside the rebuild, and they're developing young, young minds and young athletes that are made the Stanley Cup, what is it, quarterfinal, right? Yeah. Um, that's still amazing, right? I'm not saying that they're out of it. You know, who, who knows? They win the next three. We will get some momentum back with one win, and we just we somehow win all three games. But I just don't know if I see that happening. What are your thoughts on Twitter yeah. and, and what's yeah, going on? Yeah, like, you kind of have two extremes. You have the super yeah. positive people. And yeah. I'm just going to say, like, Tej Dolly, well, Dr. Dangles. Yeah. Or you have the super negative people who people would say, like, like J.D. Um, Burke, for example, is like, someone that a lot of people tend to think is like Super very negative. negative about the team. Right. Yeah. So you, you have these two extremes and everyone else kind of falls in, in between. And I don't know, man, like for me personally, I think you should, you know, support your team, but you got to be a realist, right? Like you yeah. need to know where your team is at um, in their kind of growth period. And like, if we were a Stanley Cup contender and yeah. th- this was our chance, we fully like kind of, you know, we like sold the farm to to go all in, and now we're down three one against Vegas. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? Like, I would probably be a lot more negative, but yeah. like for me, like I want these guys to win next game. Yeah, to hopefully extend this series and potentially win. But for me, just getting more experience, right? Like, yeah. let these guys learn what it what it takes to win at this level. And for me, like, there's no better team to do that with, like the um, Golden Knights who like you said, are the Stanley Cup favorites. Very um, good point. So, Very good point. Yeah. Like, I think people on Twitter just just need to just 
calm down, take a deep breath. You know, like this team is in good hands. You know, like Benning with all of his warts has put together a pretty solid team with a lot of promise, right? Oh yeah. Um, I think now everyone can can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So I don't think you should be as positive and you know saying, oh, like Vegas sucks. They're lucky. No, they're good. That's why they're winning, right? Like. Um, but I don't think you need to be super negative. Like, enjoy this moment. Yeah. Let these guys get their experience. And if this is where our series ends, great. You know what? Let's build towards next year. Me personally, I think we're going to pull off game five. Yeah. It's going to be a low scoring game. I think we're going to pull off game five. And that, I think that's where things get interesting. Because game six, because <laughs> yeah. no, no, because game six, seven are back to back. Yeah. You th- do you actually think DeBoer is going to go to Flurry for game six? No, he's going to go with Leonard. And, what, yeah. and then what happens if Canucks win game six? I know I'm kind of throwing it out there, but I know. Yeah. that's when you start throwing in that little doubt of who his starting goalie is going to be. I know they're both number one goalies, but Flurry, yeah. like you said, we made him look good. And Leonard, yeah. while he had good games one and three, Game two, we we showed that we could score against him, right? I agree. Um, I so agree. I think if, if if Canucks are able to kind of clean up their messes, just yeah. win the next game, I think yeah. game six will be very interesting to see what happens. Because right now, the pressure is on Vegas. Granted, you know, Canucks' season is on the line, so you could make the case that they're up against the ropes. But like, like we said, you know, like they're just gaining experience. No one expected them to be here. So... Um, I'm just hoping for a solid game five. I hope they give it their all. Like, I hope they come out like what Colorado did today. First period, they put up, I think it was 22, 23 shots, went up five, nothing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right. Like you got to show that you're not going to go home quietly. So just yeah. put up a fight Canucks. Um, you know, we're all excited. You know, like we're all realists here. We know it's going to be a, t- a tough, it's a massive mountain to climb being yeah. down three, one, but just take it one period at a time. And um, yeah, man, I'm excited to, for tomorrow night. Um, I'm a little bit optimistic, but cautiously optimistic. But how do you think uh, game five is going to go? I need a prediction here. Honestly, I think that Canucks will take it. Like I have a really, mm. I mean, I'm, I have a really good feeling about game five. I think that um, now that they're literally like their backs are against the walls, um, I think the yeah. pressure I think before they look like in game one, they look so nervous, right? Yeah. And, and, and Vegas has always kind of had a, a Vancouver Canucks number, but I feel like now that they really, at this point, um, to be honest, like, I don't want to say they have nothing to lose. Obviously they, they get kicked out of the playoffs, but to be honest, like they have already accomplished so much, right? Yeah. So even if the Canucks lose, it, it would be situational. Like, all right, you know, this was, this was, this was a situation that people did foresee. But yeah. that being said, if the Canucks did pull it off, man, oh my God, like you said, wouldn't game six be so interesting, right? Mm-hmm. And, and at this point, this is when the Canucks, like their fear is kind of just like, they're already up against the wall, right? There's nothing to yeah. fear, right? Yeah. So I, I can totally see them coming out really strong. I can see our, yeah. our defense actually being more activated and, and, and being less scared and, and getting more shots yeah. on that and, uh, you know, helping the bottom six a little bit more. Um, yeah. I know, like we said before, the bottom six is getting blamed a lot. Um, but our D just has not been really active, right? Yeah. Uh, going back to your point before, yeah, I mean, like, nothing against, you know, like, uh, J.D. Burke or, you know, Dr. Dangles, right? But the thing is, like you said, man, like, you you got to be 
you got to be realistic, man. Like, you yeah. can't make a brand off of just being super positive or super negative all the yeah. time. We just have these certain followers, right? Like, like it, it was nice to see like Ted be as positive as he was when, especially when like connect Twitter was so negative, like oh, every yeah, tweet yeah. you saw, it was just bashing Benning. So I did appreciate his tweets where he was trying to look at the other side and, you know, be positive. But I think, I think, and I'm sure there's a bit of like sarcasm behind his tweets. Um, but I think you kind of have to be a bit of a realist a little bit at times, at least. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, That's I, my thoughts. I, I agree. And, and the thing is like, to be honest on paper, on the ice, Vegas is a better team and yeah. they are the Stanley Cup favorites this year. Right. Um, I could see them rolling over um, the next team in, in uh, whether it's the um, the Western Finals, right? Yeah. Because they're such a well-organized, disciplined, balanced team, right? I don't yeah. think Colorado or, um, or um, the Stars have that type of discipline or that type of cohesiveness or organization, right? To, you know, like, they're not as structured, you could say, right? Um, yeah. They might, whoever they're facing in the in in the Stanley Cup final, if they get to that far, um, you know, you never know, right? Um, but that being said, um, like this is not something that's unexpected, you know. This is something. This is still an accomplishment we need to uh, mm-hmm. we need to enjoy and like enjoy exactly. the next few games, right? Enjoy yeah. the journey. This we literally just started the climb. Um, Vegas is ready to win now, <laughs> you yeah. know. And but that being said, man, like like you said, I can totally see Vegas maybe stepping off the gas pedal a little bit and Canucks taking advantage of that. Um, but uh, game six, man, you know, like you said, if it's back to back, if they get back to back, yeah, like what do they do for their starting goalie? Like, I'm yeah. assuming they would go back with Leonard, but if Canucks take game six, do you go with Flurry for game seven to back to back, or do you go back with Leonard? I don't know, that's I, I that's gonna be interesting, and I hope they can push it to that point. This and- is, sorry, go ahead. this is what I see happening. I can see them going back to Shea Theodore tomorrow. You mean Leonard? Yeah. No, uh, sorry. Uh, sticking with Shea or uh, sticking with Flower tomorrow. Yeah. Right. And just because if they lose, then it's 3-2. Right? They still kind of have that um, the mm. buffer, I guess. Yeah. And, but I could see them going um, back to back with Leonard and just giving him the extra day of rest if needed, you know? Um, I, I true, I but but the yeah. but the only thing with that though is that like Leonard wouldn't be in net for almost a week then. Yeah, that's because right? his last game would have been on Sunday, and then Game Six is on Thursday. I mean, it's it's not a full week, but still like half. Like that's a pretty decent break for a goalie. Um, like you want your goalie to be active. So while I could see them going with Flurry for the next yeah. game, um. If they want to go back with Leonard, like that's a pretty decent break. And then if he loses, do you go with Flurry, who is one and one, or do you go back with Leonard? So, anyways, I mean they got to win um, tomorrow night to even um, push it that far. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think they still have a little bit of fight left in them, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm hoping they show up tomorrow. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and to be honest, uh, whatever happens. Um, I just want people, everyone listening, um, to know that, you know, like, just enjoy the process, man. Just enjoy yeah. it. You know, they don't have to win the cup right now. The chance of them winning the cup right now, we're not really that high. 
But that yeah. being said, man, if they can pull it off, cool, right? They can move forward, and this is only better for our team. But yeah. this is experience, right? Everything, exactly. regardless of the outcome, it, it's valuable for the Canucks right now. Yeah. And their development, especially our coaching staff, right? Yeah. Um, and our general manager, the entire organization as a whole, right? And, uh, yeah. I, but that being said, man, like, yeah, you know, I hope they can pull it off. Oh, man, like, I, I will be... You know, pretty nervous the entire game, but yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Awesome, man. Yeah. Yep. All right, dude. All right. We will try and catch up after game five. Hopefully, yeah. we can uh, discuss game six and seven, but uh, we will see. No, absolutely. That would be awesome. But, uh, yeah, you never know what can happen, man. Cross your fingers. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Take care. All right. See ya. All right, bye.